There are so many hard conversations we realize not enough people are having. So we're filling this podcast with difficult, awkward, and just plain funny conversations that we want to have with you. So let's go there, shine some light, and chase some joy. This This is is the the Chasing Chasing Joy Joy Podcast. Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Danae and Jess. We are super pumped to be doing this podcast, Chasing Joy, for um, ourselves, but mostly for everyone that gets to listen. And I'm super pumped because it's been three weeks since we've seen each other. This is our first time in 2021. And we did not end 2020 strong. I sadly got COVID and we had to keep our distance. Yeah, so this is post-quarantine and I'm really glad And we had just a couple of questions that we have been kind of asking each other and asking ourselves about 2020, and we figured that'd be a great way to start. Yeah, and our heart behind this podcast is really just to strike up conversation. First off, it's a great excuse for us to get together and some time apart from our amazing children (laughs) and endearing husbands. Um... But really, this is just meant to be a podcast where we're sharing our heart, having conversations that maybe you feel like no one has, or, oh my gosh, I feel that way too, or me and my husband have been through that, or being a mom is tough and no one talks about it, or whatever it is, this is just us sharing our hearts with you guys. Yeah, because we definitely realized there are a lot more people going through similar experiences than we thought, and it can be really isolating when you feel like you're the only person And so just the two of us being able to feel validated with each other, we're like, there's got to be more people who need that same validation that they are not alone in this. So I hope that some of this like strikes something with you guys and you come away feeling, I don't know, understood. So one of the first questions that we were asking ourselves was, what did you find that you desperately needed in 2020? Yeah, so... Me and Josh decided that we were going to leave the church that we were at um, for no in particular reason versus just really needing something different for our family, Mm -hmm. Um, a nursery for Dakota, and just a little bit more community for me and Josh. And um, that was a really hard decision because I've been there since I was five, (laughs) and I'm now 26. (laughs) So that was a really big um, choice for us, and it was hard, but it was definitely something we had peace with. And... We were trying to find a church, and then COVID hit. And so we not only had gone to, like, you know, one church twice, but now we weren't going to church at all. And um, come August, I was like, I haven't picked up my Bible maybe this whole year, or very sporadically. And I realized, like, I just need to go hard for for God. And I really, um, I gave myself a goal of reading His Word every single day Mm. I was like before I'd be like oh my goal is to read it four times a day and that's that's great if that's like what you're I mean four times a week okay I was (laughs) gonna gonna clarify um I feel like 2020 was the year of myself re-falling in love with God and Mm. the first half of the year was not necessarily the case and it was like nothing was wrong with my relationship with God but it wasn't like it was right either Like, I didn't fall away, but I just wasn't in love with him. Mm -hmm. And um, coming back to just, like, the basics of what it means to be in a daily relationship with God is really what I feel like 2020 showed me. So what was it that kind of made you realize it? So 2020 was clearly 
a year that none of us could have predicted and one that threw everybody off, but I think it was also one that opened a lot of people's eyes to things that were going on in the public, to things that were going on in your own home because you were all stuck there together. And I think it was just a year of a lot of self-evaluation. And for myself, I really realized that I desperately needed more of Jesus. Uh, Real. (laughs) But I was like, I'm at the place right now where I need so much discipline that I can't let myself have a day off or I'll have constant days off. And so I made myself a little check sheet and I was like, every day I'm going to check this off that I've been in my word. And that just made me fall so much more in love with God because it was like the Bible came alive to me. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to read books I haven't read. Which was basically the Old Testament. Yeah, so she sent me a text one time, and it had nothing to do with that. I think she was showing me her coffee. I don't know. But then I look, I'm like, are you reading Second Chronicles? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was constantly telling Josh of all the battles, and I'm like, what is going on in the Bible? Like, these are amazing stories. Yeah, it's mind-blowing and then there's just God constantly showing up constantly being there and also like I feel like it just reawakened like my love for him and it was cool I was like wanting to find out what happened next yeah so I think that was like really really big and I feel like the biggest takeaway for myself within this um was I was like the bible's not about me and I feel like um, if you grow up in a Christian home or, you know, maybe you're doing soap or whatever, like your quiet time is, you're always told to like find a scripture for you. Right. And I was realized for myself, I was reading the Bible wrong. I was reading the Bible, trying to find out more about myself versus yeah. reading the Bible, trying to find out about God. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go through a season of let me realize, like, what did I learn about God in this chapter? Mm-hmm. What did I learn about God in this book? Oh, God gets angry. Yeah. Oh, God's love is unconditional, even when he's angry. Mm-hmm. Or, like, even when he's asking something different of you. It was really, really life-changing to push myself aside and put mm-hmm. God at the forefront of my quiet times. Which sounds really funny, because it's like, no, time with God. But it's really like, ooh, let me make myself feel better. Which the scripture does naturally, but it's really cool changing your perspective to learn about the one who created you. Yeah, because, I mean, there's there's validity to, like, reading it and asking what verse is for me. But if that's the only way that you're reading the Bible and you're just coming away learning more about yourself then you really are like you're missing <laughs> you're you're missing a lot of it and and I think that as we learn more about God we're just naturally gonna learn more about ourselves you know as we oh, see 100%. like how holy he is we're gonna see like that lack in our own lives so that's that's really really cool yeah what would you say was one of your takeaways that you desperately needed in 2020 order I need order <laughs> <laughs> um This is not something new for sure, but I think like as soon as I had Jane, so much of that broke, I mean like Mm -hmm. broke, broke, broke (laughs) because it just had to. Like I remember uh, my mom visiting and she was like poking fun at me because she was like, your picture frames. Like I had this wall of like pictures and like some of them would be askew. And she was like, how are you handling this? Like that's the level of crazy. I mean, I just had to have everything perfect. And after having Jane, I was like, I can't. 
I literally cannot do this. And I remember telling her that I was like, I am choosing to not care about those people <laughs> because if I care, like I, it won't stop with yeah. that. Go from the picture frames to the fridge yes. to the carpet. Oh to my this. goodness. And I'm going to lose it and I will never see my little Jane again because <laughs> I'm going to be so focused. But being stuck at home so much, I started to see some of the things that have been building up in the last, you know, almost eight years, like, oh, that pile of clutter or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, so I think it was putting into place, um, I don't know, just some new rhythms and things for us. Like I'm not somebody who runs the dishwasher every day, but now I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it was like, I, now that I'm home, I have to see those dirty dishes, you know, all day long or um, with Brian's schedule at the hospital, now it really matters if he has clean scrubs, like he can't Mm -hmm. wear his khakis or, you know, whatever. So it was finding the order that worked for us. Yeah, that's awesome. I think finding those healthy rhythms just brings so much peace to a day and those little purpose. I feel like as moms that stay at home, and I hate the term stay-at-home moms, but I'll go on that rant at yeah. another time. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate that. But we're not going to go there today. Um, but it's like, oh, I, I did the dishwasher. I can freaking high-five myself yeah. for that. And But <laughs> I think it's like those are just huge. And like, and it's cool because 2020 was, I feel like, a year of no order. And to right. find it is a really good accomplishment. <laughs> right. Like, I honestly, I was thinking that when you said you had to – like you made yourself that checklist of okay I've I've read my bible today um because it feels like oh I have more free time so now I'm going to really get to the things that matter mm-hmm. but we don't like that's just not I mean maybe there are people out there who they have extra time and that's exactly what they um cultivate right away but I think unless you find the rhythm it's it's just not going to happen as yeah. much as you want it to it's it's not going to come naturally. Yeah, like the couple of times that we had to quarantine this year, I'm like, oh, great, we're home for 14 days, like straight, me and Josh both, let's do blah, 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 blah. Nothing was done those 14 yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, 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 we're here. We have yeah. literally endless days, and those are the days that we probably did the least amount of things. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay, so that is what you found you desperately needed. What did you find or learn that you did not need in 2020? social media was just something I no longer needed to like stress over and of course there's still ups and downs to that when you feel like you got a really nice picture and you're hoping to get some likes on it (laughs) or whatever it is but I feel like in my time in the word and like putting Jesus at the forefront it really helped me to stop seeking validation from strangers or people I went to high school with or college with or whatever and the like just became less of a thing that I needed and um if you know me I am a very much a people pleaser and so I feel like that was a way the enemy was kind of coming at me was through a little bit of social media all through high school all through college it was all about the likes all about how many people followed you all about all of that but I feel like 2020 I was like I have way more things to care about right than social media and I love Instagram like I'm all about it I'm still here for it I'm still on it daily But it's now just a joy. It's something Mm -hmm. I'm just excited to be on, post Dakota all the time, post Mm -hmm. our funny family stories, but I'm no longer like, oh my gosh, what is everyone thinking about what I'm posting? That was going to be my question was, did that like realization make you step away 
from social media, but it sounds like no. I feel like it made me enjoy it okay. more Yeah, because I was no longer stressed. And I think a huge thing for myself was I turned off the notifications oh. on my phone. So it's not like so it's throughout like, the day. It's not, like when I post a picture, I'm not getting that pop-up of like, so-and-so liked it, so-and-so liked it, so-and-so liked it. And then I'm like, you know, because before I'd be like, oh my gosh, there's only like 12 likes and 12 minutes or whatever. And yeah. You can think that's funny, but I know we all do that. And so I just, like, I turned off the notifications. That way when I'm on it, I'm on it. And when I'm not, it's not reminding me of anything. I feel like it made me just feel more free to post whatever I wanted, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. So what would you say is something that you realized you didn't eat in 2020? Fast food. That's a hard (laughs) one. (laughs) Um, So we, like, I knew this about us, that we were out a lot. But I learned it at a whole new level this year, or mm-hmm. this past year, um, because we were always at the aquarium, and right outside the aquarium, they've got that little uh, McDonald's, and I mean, where we go to the botanical garden, like, I knew where all the fast food was right beside the places yeah. that we were going to, and it was just so easy, because we'd be busy, we'd be tired, we'd blah, blah, blah. and not that there's, like, necessarily anything terrible about it, but spending time at home, I kind of remembered that's always one of the goals that I write down is more home cooking Mm -hmm. and more like meal planning. Now the meal planning thing I still struggle with, but I've started to like come to the conclusion that, you know what, I can cook things that are something we're going to crave, you know, just like I crave cookout, you know, I mean, I can't make cookout food, (laughs) but I can make my own things that we really want too. Like that was, I think one of my best compliments of this past year was Brian was like, yeah, I've stopped like asking you, um, if I should stop to get food on the way home, because I know whatever you have is going to be so much better. That's a huge compliment. Yes. I was like, oh, I've arrived. Um, but yeah, like I watched um, Great British Bake Off and um, Nadia's Time to Eat this year. And I was like, you know what? I can I can do this. Because I think, um, actually, it was you. You brought it up this one time and I have not stopped thinking about it. But I was cooking something in the kitchen and you were like, so do you enjoy this? And I was like, Oh, no. No, I don't. <laughs> and but I've been thinking about it and it's because I didn't have the confidence. Mm-hmm. And so I think like watching those shows and like just seeing ordinary people and then um just actually trying it and realizing if I fail at something, it's fine. Just, you know, eat it anyway or throw a bit of it away. Um I I've got like more confidence in cooking and baking and we don't need to keep stopping for chicken nuggets and fries. Yeah. Do you feel like that's like <laughs> added to good family time for you guys? I, it has because another one of my goals is for the kids and I to cook together. And so, I mean, I will totally be honest and I have to be comfortable cooking the dish first mm-hmm. and then I will let other people into the process. Um, but, but yeah, like it, it has invited more like, Hey, pull up the step stool, like come help me mix this or mm-hmm. come help me do that. Okay, you have to share what Jack made you. Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah, the kids <clears throat> have been equally excited about Great British Bake Off, and it sparked some creativity in them. And so my son, so lovingly, he was like, okay, mom. He's six. Five. Yeah. And five, right? Yeah, he's okay. five. And so he was like, I'm going to make you something, mom. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, maybe I can at least guide him to some of the right ingredients. <laughs> And so I just gave him some a couple of options. When I came to eat what he had given me, somehow he had found this stale hot dog roll <laughs> like under all the bread. And on it, 
he had put like a layer of whipped cream, which of course had just like melted into it, garlic powder, mm, and grapes, like whole grapes on it. And he was so thrilled. He like cut it into three pieces so that he could have one, Jane could have one of me. Oh, and then at the last moment, he added some Old Bay. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of space. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, buddy. And so I didn't want to lie. I'm like, this was so creative. He's like, did you like it? I'm like, I love how creative you are. <laughs> but I ate it. And I was, and when my mom talked about getting them a cookbook, I'm like, yes, please give them the basics, something that they can go by. Cause yeah, yeah. We're going to have to learn some things that go together and some things that don't, but did he eat it himself? Yes. And he said it was great. <laughs> we should make it for him every day. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's cause I took the piece that had all the old bay on it. But yeah. <laughs> it was fine. It was cute. <clears throat> that's that's super fun yeah probably because i wasn't the one eating it that i can say that um, but yeah so not that we're never gonna have fast food again because we will but it's something that we don't need okay so things that grew did anything grow for you in 2020 i almost wanted to say like besides my stuff <laughs> 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 um <clears throat> I'm really sorry if I can hear the squeak of me on this floor also because I'm moving back and forth. <sighs> okay, it's funny because like, I had an answer for this question and now I'm a little starstruck or whatever. <laughs> I don't know the right word. Um, I feel like for myself in 2020, I feel like it was a time of um, my, my confidence like shifting to where it really... Um, was a time where I wasn't even just getting confidence from, you know, social media and I wasn't getting confidence from, um, I've always served in the church and that was, you know, taken away from me. Well, not taken away from me. We, you know, we chose to leave. And so, you know, I wasn't, you know, getting confidence from that and all these things, but I feel like it was a year where my confidence genuinely just grew again. Like I know I keep like mentioning my relationship with God, but that just transformed how I saw myself. I feel yeah. like it made, if you know me, I'm not a decisive person. Like saying no and saying yes, I hate definitive answers. Yeah. Um, but I really feel like it just made me a more confidence today for the first yeah. time that I don't think I've ever been. I tell, I, I tell Josh all the time, like, man, I wish I was like this in high school. Or man, I wish I was like yeah. this in college. But then it's like, no, you're not those people because you have to be seasoned. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's one of the main things that grew for me was a real, like, hear me out. Because it's like a realistic expectation of yourself. Because it's like, I know the wife I want to be. I know right. the mom I want to be. I know the individual I want to be. But then you have to nourish that. You don't mm. just wake up and be this whatever. It's like, oh, okay, I want to be like, a more, you know, gentle wife, then I need to, like, read and exercise that every day, you know, yeah. and have those conversations with myself more than anyone else having those conversations with me. And But I feel like it was just a year of more determining who I want to be and sticking to that, whether it was boundaries with friendships or boundaries with our family or boundaries with our within our marriage. It was mm -hmm. like, no, like, hey, I feel like this year I learned how to say, like, that offends me. Oh, like, whoa. you know, like, yeah. hey, that, that hurt my feelings. And just be like, hey, I love that. 
Like, this is where I thrive. Like, and before I would just keep quiet. And so I feel like my voice grew for me in 2020. Mm. And like, um, I, you know, not many, probably no one would know this besides Josh, but like, it's funny. I don't normally like my birthday, like, cause time and anxiety and it like freaks me out to grow a year older and I tell Josh all the time I wish I could like stay 24 forever I just think it's like a golden <laughs> year I'm only 26 I'm not old I understand that but anyway and I was pumped to turn 26 and it was so exciting for Josh he was like oh my gosh you want to like celebrate and because I was proud of 25 yeah. I was like I can look back on 20, 25 and see that it was a year of growth mm-hmm. see that it sorry was a year of change and it's just cool to feel proud of the year that you lived even though it was a crazy pandemic and 2020 and all of that I was like personally it was kind of a cool year (laughs) yeah no that's really good and and I definitely relate to when you said like you look back at high school or other times and you're like man I wish I would have had that but you're right like you you can't have it back then you know I mean like I'm like okay maybe other life choices or mentors or whatever things could have been a little bit different but you're not gonna arrive like you're not gonna arrive in high school Mm -hmm. and but like you said the with setting realistic expectations so it's like okay I'm not as gentle as I want to be but I'm as gentle as I can be right now and Mm -hmm. I've made so much progress like that's it's just really huge and and I think takes away so much of the comparison game when you're like, no, so I've much. made leaps and bounds and God is still like working in yes. me. Yes. Yeah. Cause like, um, you know, me and Josh have been, we're going in March, we celebrate four years of marriage and that's awesome and crazy, but it's also like, we've only been married three years. Yeah. That's a short amount of time. And then I look at, you know, you and Brian or other couples that I'm like, okay, they've been married 10 years. They've been married right. 15 years. Mm-hmm. I can't expect my three year marriage to be. A 10-year marriage. Right. And, like, sometimes a three-year marriage is, like, we are thriving, but there's things that we're going to need to constantly work on. And then at a 10-year marriage, there's things that they need to work on. And so I really feel like it helped me break down the comparison and be Mm -hmm. like, stop it. Yeah. Don't be them. Don't be them. Like, but grow. Mm -hmm. You know, because I feel like it didn't take away the aspect of, like, stop trying. It just took away the aspect of, like, trying to be someone else. Yeah. Yeah, because even if it's, like, a three-year marriage for somebody else, there's going to be different personalities. There's going to be different, 100%. like, things that you face. It's it's just never going to be as simple as... A cookie cutter. Right. Yeah. Well, so what would you say was some of the things that grew in your life? Self-discipline. Um, dun, so... Dun, dun. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know why I said it, like, so, like, Because <laughs> it was actually... It was amazing. But... Um, So if anybody does Enneagram, I am an Enneagram 9, wing 1, and so discipline does not come naturally at Mm -hmm. all. Even though I thrive with a routine, that's not my normal inclination. And so this year was really a year of taking action, and I I feel like it's kind of a funny year for it to happen because we had so little control over Mm -hmm. a lot of things. But I think it just drew my attention more to the things that I can control. Um, You know, like I mentioned, whether it's like having the dishwasher and the um, laundry going, you know, simple things like that to some of the regular like household maintenance and stuff that just has to get taken care of that normally I I put it. And then you just, you know, leave out the excuses, leave out the self-doubt and just walk in that confidence. 
not cockiness, but confidence. Yeah. I'm like, if there's another love language, although I'm sure it falls under a category, like this is his. Mm -hmm. And so I have been so excited to be able to like speak that love language in a way that I just never have before. So whether it was like figuring out how to make a family Sabbath happening or um, scheduling some like adventures for our family Mm -hmm. that I just knew we needed to have happen. Um, I think without a lot of the distractions that we would normally have, um, I don't know. It just, the self-discipline kind of happened. Um, even in terms of like friendships, um, because I wasn't able to like see people. Yeah. I mean, my phone, you know, like with Marco Polo and stuff, my phone time went way, way up. But it was like, oh, I'm not going to see them. Hey, I should send them a quick message. Yeah. So, yeah, self-discipline. That's what kind of came out. I think that's huge. And I'm sure that was like, meant a lot for like your family and the kids and having those rhythms continue um, in a time where so many rhythms got taken away. Yes. Which is really cool. I don't know that Jack and Jane would say it, but I hope that one day they will (laughs) look back and see it. (laughs) All right. So what about changes? What changes did you make in 2020 that you were... Like, okay, this has got to come with me into 2021. I would say for ourselves, for my, for myself, <laughs> that we didn't really realize it until the end of 2020, but me and Josh were like, we are kind of cruising on our marriage, not cruising for a bruising. Yeah. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Scott. <laughs> um, we were just like, you know what? Like, this has been a crazy year and we've grown a lot, but we're kind of... Like, I mean, like you said, cruise, cruise. Control, like you're on cruise control. Like yes. it's not like you're like crashing into something. Yeah. It's just that you're just kind of steady moving and nobody's hands on the wheel. Yes. Thank you. And Although hopefully it is for cruise control, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And we were like, you know what? We want to just start dating each other again. Yeah. That we just both have said 2021 <laughs> is going to be the year of dating. And, um, so even though that happened literally in December, that's something that we're definitely trying to pull over into 2021 of just being really intentional with, um, each other, really intentional in our marriage, really intentional in parenting, and then like really intentional with like personal self love. Mm-hmm. And cause we realized like, oh, we're fighting or bickering because of our own lack of self love. Yeah. And then we're trying to pull it out of you, like, oh, love me, love me some more. Yeah. Or whatever. But it's like, oh, wait, I don't need that from you. I need that from myself. Right. Or I need that from God. And I think one of the other really big takeaways from 2020 that we both have discussed is, like, not falling into the trap of putting Dakota first. Like, our daughter. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the importance of, which it goes into us dating. Our marriage comes first. Dakota is right there at second. But in order to thrive within parenting, we have to thrive within our marriage first. And, you know, wanting to bring more babies into the world, we have to come first. And that's just going to create a family dynamic that is healthy, nourishing, Mm -hmm. full of love. And so our big thing is marriage Mondays. Mm -hmm. And so every Monday night after Dakota goes to bed, then we are going to – right now we're reading a book. I think it's called Date for Mates. Where it's like, mm-hmm. date, oh no, it's called Date Your Mate. Oh, and cool. so you actually just read other other people's stories. It's like two pages. Like mm-hmm. one little chapter is like two pages. And it kind of just shares how another couple like stepped up their marriage. And it's just really encouraging. And then we just talk about it. And we talk about our goals and 
sometimes I'm sure it will be a money talk or sometimes it will be like, hey, what, you know, date do we want to go on this week? But it's not like we don't need a babysitter. We don't need anything for it. Yeah. It's just like after Coda goes to sleep, we intentionally sit down and have conversation. Maybe we play a game. Maybe we read our word together. But it's like this is going to start our week off right. Well, that's really incredible because I think it's like we've talked about this, but it's just a natural thing after having kids to just kind of make them your world. A hundred percent. Especially if you're that phrase that you don't like, if you're the stay at home mom, mm-hmm. like they are your world. Like that's all you're doing all day. Mm-hmm. And so it's so easy to put your marriage on the back burner. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, okay, this is the relationship that's going to far outlast the others, yeah. you know? Um, so that's really cool that you guys are are, um, I don't know, being intentional, like, already. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've seen plenty of families that they don't realize it until the kids are gone. And, and it's like, like, hello, nice to meet you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because, like, that's that's a part of your identity is, mm-hmm. like, a wife. And, and I think as the husbands have accomplishment, have accomplishments within their jobs. Yeah. And so it's like we're always wanting to, like, show our accomplishments within our kids. Oh, for sure. But then it's like, Wait, wait, there's also accomplishments within our marriage. Yeah. One of the things I'm realizing is, like, us being, like, a unit and really just diving into together is going to make Dakota twice as comfortable. And oh, yeah. twice as loved and mm-hmm. not have all this pressure on her. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing nothing worse as a kid than to feel the pressure of your parents' happiness. Oh, right. And I'm like, I will not do that to my kid. And that yeah. becomes with me just being comfortable with my spouse. Mm-hmm. Which we are, but it's like, we're not going to lose that. Yeah, because, like, when you guys are on the same page, I mean, it's it's a trickle-down effect. Yeah, for sure. 100%. What would you say was one of the changes that you did in 2020? You want to take it to 2021? Uh, the cooking. Yes. The cooking and the baking, for sure. Um, Brian, my husband Brian, he, like, that's how he wants to experience any culture is through their food. And it feels really great. It's really rewarding to be able to be like, oh! Here's some fresh scones to go with your coffee. Because yeah. I know, like, he's going to love that. Another one, though, is definitely family adventure outside. Um, I feel like we rediscovered our yard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, climbing trees, you know, in our um, front yard. And walking around our lake. And going to um, West Virginia. And just, like, kayaking, fishing. I mean, like, all these things that I'm like, wow, we really like adventures. And we really love being outside. But I think, like, we had just kind of forgotten it. Yeah. I think part of it was the kids' ages for mm-hmm. a while where it was just like, oh, this is a little bit too hard. Let's just wait. And But now it's like, no, they're old enough. You know, like, we can we can do these things. Yeah. And so it was really, really awesome to um, to realize that. And I do not want to miss to that. To lose that. Yeah. I, I don't want to ever forget that, like, we really love adventure. And there's so much power in stepping outside of your house. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Like, whether it's simply going for a walk, driving 30 minutes to go to a trail or mm-hmm. whatever, you're like, oh my gosh, there's outside. Yeah. And fresh air and the kids getting to run and not having mm-hmm. to worry about, don't break that, don't touch that, be careful. Yes. Yes. Like, there's so much power to going outside versus going somewhere where they're still being contained and mm-hmm. you're, like, trying to let them be crazy, but then you're still, like, self-conscious. It's like, outdoors, please run, scream, yes. jump, fly. Like, yeah, I don't care. Like the days, so, I mean, it's winter, so I'm having to really remind myself of this um, just because I know there are going to be more inside days. But when it's gotten up to almost 60, I'm like, okay, and we're going. And they're like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. 
but then 30 minutes later we're in the middle of the trail and everybody's having an awesome time and nobody wants to leave and my you know fingers are going numb but I'm yeah. like but they're loving it and this is what we yeah. need <laughs> um so yeah I just I do not want to forget that for this coming year. Yeah, and hopefully with everything opening back up, it will be a year of true thriving. Yes. Okay, so that's one of the changes that I want to take with me. What about something you're excited to leave behind for 2020? <laughs> I think, <laughs> besides 2020 itself, yeah. I think excuses. My word for 2021 is just to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And so that really just leaves excuses out the door let my yes be yes let my no be no and continue to walk in confidence and so I want to leave behind self-doubt and self-criticism yeah and really just going for it whatever that looks like like whether that is cooking or asking a mom to hang out for like a play date or Mm -hmm. whatever it is it's like I just want to go for it and stop overthinking it yeah. You know, send that text, put my phone away for an hour and not look at it. Be like, did I get a response? Did I get, you know, like whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you did what you wanted to do in healthy moderation. I think that for me is like the main see you later mm-hmm. for 2020. What about yourself? I'm just excited to leave like all the unknowns that COVID brought with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're, we still like are in the midst of it and there are still going to be things that come up, but it's not going to feel the same as it did initially where it was like, wait, what do you mean stuff shutting down? Mm-hmm. Wait, what is going on with the airlines? What's happening with unemployment? What you know, like there it was just like this constant barrage of something new every week, it mm-hmm. felt like. Um, trying to like adhere to things, but then trying to stay aware and not get super stressed out. You know, it was just there was so much information, so much change. Um, and so I'm just excited that even as things do change, um, it's not going to have that same feel as the initial, like, this is earth-shattering. I've never had to deal Quarantine. With this. Yeah, I've never heard of this stuff before. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I think that I'm excited to leave behind that feeling of, um, I don't know, like, out of control and, like, scared. Yeah. Um, because, again, even even when things come up this year, it's just okay, well, we've done it before, or mm-hmm. we had something like this happen, you know, we can power through. Water on a duck's back? Yes. <laughs> Go right over. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. That's really exciting. My, um, the church we go to now, Liberty Live, if you want to join, um, we, the series that we opened with is um, Goodbye Fear, Hello Faith. Mm. And that is, like, is what that reminds yeah. me of. It's, like, leaving it behind, moving forward with no matter what comes. Yeah. Um, which I think is just kind of what we all have to do. Right. It's like, I just have been seeing so much on social media, like, oh, I hope this isn't like a 2022.0 or, you know, all those yeah. things. And it's just like, no, just move forward. Mm-hmm. Like, again, whether there's still shutdowns, whether there's still online learning or whatever it is, it's like, not roll with it. Cause I understand that it's affecting everyone's lives deeply, but don't let it self-attack you. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, because it's like, I think one thing that um, specifically people who follow Christ have had to realize, like, God is still God. He's still mm-hmm. on the throne. Um, so whether it is super traumatic and, like, devastating things that are happening to that um, 
yeah, realize that he's still like in control instead of allowing like, okay, well now I can let fear come in because this is real. And it's yeah. like, well, it is real. And we do need to like acknowledge all of this. We still just keep following God. We still Pray just, about it. Yeah. We mm-hmm. keep taking like the next right step. I do feel like I've, I was reading like the 23rd Psalm the other day and it was one of those like, okay, I've, I already knew this, but for some reason it just struck me differently where, you know, it's like he prepares a table for us like before our enemies mm. and and I just started thinking like oh I mean kind of like even if our enemies are distraction or overthinking or mm-hmm. you know whatever it might be um or COVID-19 you know and all the changes like he prepares a table in the midst of all of that and so it's up to us to sit down at that table and partake yeah but it's not like oh well it's COVID so he's not going to have that table ready for you mm. you know he's not going to provide like that that nourishment um like, yeah, I think that it's a big thing of realizing a lot has changed, but like a lot has not changed. Mm-hmm. Like the, the foundation is still the same. A hundred percent. Yeah. I like that. Like he's still nourishing you. Mm-hmm. He's still taking care of you. God yeah. knows what's going on and he's going to cover you. Yes. Because even if my worship, you know, if I'm watching online and it's been broken up 18,000 times <laughs> by the cats or the kids or the whatever, like he's he still sees my heart Mm -hmm. you know like is for him and he's still gonna provide those nuggets those takeaways yes he absolutely he absolutely will so in conclusion i feel like yes 2020 was the dumpster fire but i don't know it was it was really fun to kind of i don't know answer some of these questions yeah it was really fun to look back to move forward mm -hmm. and i'm excited for 2021 i'm just excited for what god has for all of us yeah and it's funny I was journaling and I was like oh my gosh there's so many unknowns and I was like exactly they're unknown so do not stress (laughs) about them like don't don't go to places that have not happened yet yeah you know it's like you can only prepare so much and then leave it at the table to where God can 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 continue to bless it right well kind of crazy to feel like we have our little first outing podcast done for you guys um I hope it made some of you guys feel less alone just hearing the heart of like Jessica and myself we're excited to just continue to strike up more conversation yeah so feel free to like at any time send us any questions that you guys might have um that you want us to cover but yeah I hope that you guys get a chance to answer some of these questions for yourself too because it's so worth it to kind of look back um especially for a year like 2020 and realize okay there's still a lot of things that came out of that Mm -hmm. or man, I want to take what I learned and for 2021 have a lot of things come out of it. Well, we're excited to start this community and to hear more about you guys and hopefully bring some validation and let everybody know, hey, we hear you. Thanks for listening to our 2020 review. Now let's get out there and chase some joy. Mm